Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and your Hall of Fame host, Clark Judge, on Yahoo Sports Radio. Welcome back to hour number two of the Talk of Fame Network. In this hour, we're going to be speaking to Atlanta GM Thomas Dimitrov, as well as Hall of Fame voter Jeff Duncan of New Orleans. But first, well, first, because it's Father's Day, we thought, why not reach out to Hall of Famer Jackie Slater? Once known as one of the greatest tackles in NFL history, Jackie now is sometimes known as Matthew Slater's dad. That's right. Matthew, of course, not only plays for the Patriots, but is a special team's standout, a five-time Pro Bowler and three-time All-Pro. He's also the son of one of the kindest and most accomplished players in Rams history, Jackie Slater. Jackie, thanks for joining us. Glad I can join you guys. Thank you, Jackie. It's Father's Day Sunday, as you know. How's the Slater family celebrate it, and whose career gives you more satisfaction, you or your sons? <laughs> oh, that's a great question, man. I, I Obviously, I loved every moment of the time that I played the game, and uh, I mean, all the ups and downs of it and everything, and wouldn't have done anything any differently, and and uh, you know it was really really rewarding to me. But I I got to tell you, man, it's it's it, it, it's hard to describe and to explain the, the excitement I get when I watch the success that my son is having. Because I can remember taking him over to our uh, team and meeting some of our players for the first time, and uh, how big his eyes got to find out that there were a lot of other big guys, all the colors of the uniforms and all that. And then watching him go from there to you know a high schooler to a college player, and now with one a captain on one of the best teams in the country. It's, it's just been fantastic. I, I just can't imagine it being any better. Jackie, how is it that a 300-pound tackle can produce a son who set college records for kickoff returns and still holds the California State high school records in the 100 and 200? <laughs> well, well I, uh, my wife has some brothers that were really, really fast. And I, I personally uh, didn't have that kind of speed. Yeah, they said I had good speed for a guy my size and everything. But, you know, as near as I can figure, it, it came from my wife's father. He was a short fellow, Woodrow Wilson, back in Meridian, Mississippi. He was a short fellow. And, uh, you know, I guess he just had some power. His genes were more powerful than mine. That's the only thing I can figure. Jackie, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how much influence did you have on Matthew's career I mean, he obviously could have pursued a track and field career, but he went football. Was that because of Dad? Well, I think that was the biggest thing. He he, he enjoyed the excitement of playing the game of football. And I, it might have had something to do with him being at the games as a kid and listening to the crowds and all of that. I know that he was a very good baseball player also, and a center fielder would use his speed well and got on base and was electrifying when he got on base. And, and I just uh, I did everything to discourage the football end of sports, but he just kept gravitating back towards it. Basketball uh, he played, uh, soccer he played, and everything. And I don't those sports just weren't exciting enough for him. He did, he, he liked a lot of action. Yeah, why did you just discourage the football? You know, I I just didn't think he was once I didn't think he was going to be because when I was 13 years old, I was six feet tall, weighed 245, and I was wearing a size. 42 in the waist and the 32-inch inseam. So he wasn't heading in that direction at all. And I, I've always viewed football as a big man game. I've always felt that a good big man is better than a good little man. And so I just didn't think that he was going to fit in. I certainly wasn't going to be able to help him with what he was going to do as a little guy because I didn't know anything about what he was doing. So it was just kind of, um, you know, it was just kind of my, my deal to discourage him. And, and encourage him in, in a different direction. I guess in this case, Jackie, father doesn't know best, right? 
I guess not. I guess not. <laughs> if, you had, if you had told me that I would be watching that young man do some of the things he's doing, I never would have believed it. <laughs> We're with Hall of Famer Jackie Slater, who's sometimes known as Matthew Slater's dad. And, and Jackie, you live on the West Coast, but your son, of course, as you mentioned, he plays on the East Coast. He plays in Foxborough, New England. How many of his games do you actually get to see in person during the year? Well, historically, since he's been back there, we've gone back there. We went back there up, in, up until he got married this past year. We went back there every, every Christmas and spent with him. And, you know, so they have some family around on the holidays. And uh, then we we catch any any game that came on this side of the central part of the United States. So we would catch you know we would catch up with the, you know three four games a year something like that. But now that he, now that he's gotten uh, married and uh, got the family going and everything, and we don't feel the urge to run to Foxborough, Massachusetts, and sit in the stadium up there, the outdoor stadium up there during the winter. <laughs> <laughs> Quite as much as we used to. So I got Direct TV, and I catch him. I catch all the games that I don't go to uh, on Direct TV. And he and I, uh, you know, we always talk before and after the game. So you know, we're still enjoying. We're still enjoying watching his career. Hey, Jackie, there there, there, there's a Rams game in New England December fourth. Just to let you know, in case you plan on attending. Uh, you know, the last time the Rams and the Patriots played, I was at that game, sitting at the fifty yard line. And I was the honorary captain for the Rams. I went out on the field with the captains. I told Matthew beforehand, I said, it's cool, man. I'm the honorary captain. I said, when it comes time to shake hands, I'm going to give you a hug. He goes, no, Dad, you can't do that. You can't do that. I said, all right. I was a little, I was a little, you know, I was a little disappointed that he said that. But when time came to shake hands with the captain, he shook my hand and pulled me up close and hugged around the neck. It was pretty cool. It was over in London uh, at one of those, at Wembley Stadium. Oh yeah, uh, it was it was it was really cool. Jackie, you spent 19 years of your career playing for the Rams in Los Angeles, and your final season playing for the Rams in St. Louis. Where do you stand on the move by the Rams back to LA? Well, um, relative to the move, I, I I'm really 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 happy for the fans in Los Angeles, the people who supported me when I was playing, who were very disappointed not only to see the Rams leave, but more so they got disappointed with me when I left with the Rams. And they made me feel like I should have retired instead of trying to play a 20th season. So those people were loyal, you know, and, I, and they're, they're, the, the team coming back. And so I'm happy for those people who really supported the Rams. I'm sad for the people in St. Louis, the Ram fans in St. Louis who's had them for a decade and, and, and have been on the ups and the downs of them playing football there. So I'm sad for them. So when I think when my feelings, when I let my feelings come out about the Rams moving back and forth one way or the other, I, I have a tendency to think more about the fans who are paying the hard-earned money to come and watch us play being kind of yo-yoed around. Those are the people that I feel badly for. Hey, Jackie, are you going to see some Rams games in uh, L.A. now, now that they're back in town? Well, I, you know, I, 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 if I get invited, I would like to go and watch a game, too. But, you know, I'm a football coach out here myself now. I coach at uh, where Christian McCoy went to college, Azusa Pacific University. Oh, sure, yeah. And I'm the offensive line coach there, and uh, we play on Saturdays. Sometimes we're on the road, and depending on how the schedules work out and all that, uh, yeah, I'd like to catch a couple of their games. Do you find it difficult to teach, as a Hall of Fame player, to teach players at the, knowing they'll, they'll never get to the level you want them to get to? Well, there, there's frustration. For me, frustration comes in trying to get a young man to expand his thought processes to be as thorough as he needs to be to be productive. 
it's not enough just to show up and be big and strong. It's not enough just to show up and be quick and fast. It's not enough just to show up and be smart. You got to show up and you got to be big, strong, quick and fast, and smart enough to be able to imp- learn and implement skills that gives you a chance to help your team be successful. That's what an offensive lineman is. And when a guy has is limited in any one area, it frustrates me to no end because I know he's never going to reach his potential and I know he's never going to help us win. So that's the thing that frustrates me. Not Because you can make a, a player who has those qualities and really willing to work at those qualities he can be successful, and he can help you win games. Question, but uh, you, you coach the game, and you played it, so you know how tough it can be. But is it tougher to watch your son from the stands, especially when he's on high-impact plays like special teams? It's unbelievable, man. I sit there, and I watch, and my wife, I drive her crazy. Now, my wife, Annie, <laughs> she, she is a trooper of all troopers. She sat there and watched me play for 20 years, and she's been watching Matthew this whole time, and and she doesn't seem to get so phased about the contact and everything. I, on the other hand, I I look away at, at some of it when I see it coming because I know what it's going to feel like and I know what could possibly happen. And, and it's hard for me to look at. And I, it seems like every time something, the big collision happens, I, I'm the first one to notice that he's getting up or not getting up or whatever. Right. And, it, and it's always a delayed reaction with her because I'm watching it very close. So to answer your question, yes, it is very difficult to watch. And uh, You know, the young man has been playing, uh, he's played eight years now. He's gone to the last five Pro Bowls, and uh, he, he says, Dad, I, I don't have a limit in how long I want to play. I, I, I want to play as long as I can, as long as I'm having fun, as long as I'm healthy. But when I hear that, I, I, I can't say, well, you can't do that, you're not should do that. I just think of myself, and I you know, know how I felt at that time, but then I always think and pray and Ask the good Lord to keep him safe and that he'll have fun and, and you know won't be so bad off when he gets done. Well, Jack, you're doing a great job with your son. I want to thank you so much for your time. And you know what? Best of luck with the Rams and Patriots seasons this year. Thank you very much. I appreciate you guys. Thanks, Jackie. That was Hall of Famer Jackie Slater, father of the Patriots, Matthew Slater, coming up. Hall of Fame voter Jeff Duncan of the New Orleans Times-Picayune. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network.